Yeah, for for the you know uh, handful of people now that maybe are listening. <laughs> yeah, the, right. We might have more than one. I don't I think know. we might. That's exciting. Uh, I don't think uh, it's been confirmed. But, no way to but know. Just just Google bad Neil Gaiman. Oh yeah, I'll put it in the show notes. <laughs> show notes. Because we fucking have them. That that <laughs> feels so professional, doesn't it? Right. Doesn't it? And like we even have translations, not translations. Uh, transcriptions. 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 Because wow. fucking uh, headliner hearing impaired does that for you, and it even sort of knows who's talking. That's oh, uh, which that's is impressive. insane to me. That is yeah. insane. Well, it knows that a different person is talking. It doesn't know. I have to tell it. Oh, that's me. That one's Chris. Mm-hmm. But Got still, it. it's pretty impressive. Yeah. So considering that would have to be done by like you like ten years ago. Yeah. So. And I ain't got the time for that shit. Right. And welcome back to RTFB. This is Travis, and today Chris, other Chris, and I are jumping into our new book. And I don't know if you've checked the calendar recently, but Halloween is rapidly approaching. And I don't know if you know this yet, but the aforementioned book we are prepping to jump into has a very special anniversary this year. It's 125th, as does one of the movie adaptations. It's 30th. And if neither of those hints, nor the thumbnail on this episode haven't already tipped you off, let me confirm we are reading THE vampire novel this season, Bram Stoker's Dracula. I'm sure you're itching to start talking about this classic spoopy book, so let's get back to my conversation with the Chris's already in progress. Sounds about right, yep. what you should be doing. Yeah, it's cool. Did you ever play Greedfall? Mm-mm. Nope. Okay. I don't even know what that is. It's a game. It came out like maybe three years ago now. I got it when it was kind of new on my PlayStation, and I did the Mm -hmm. intro and never came back to it, but I was thinking about it the other day. I'm like, maybe I should try it again, but I don't know. People liked it. It's kind of a like an alternate world 17th century. Hmm. You start out in your European town, and you learn your shit, and then you get on a ship to go to the new world. So, Hmm. I don't know. That's pretty crazy. Then it's a fucking free for all. Yeah. <laughs> Where's I the greed coming? Like magic user. I think you can be very capitalistic. I'm not sure. Well, so makes sense. I never got that, far enough to find out. That makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> Why else does one go form a colony in the 17th century in another part of the globe? Riches. Yeah. yeah resources. Mercantilism. Yeah. <laughs> Riches and bitches. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. That was their slogan. Which is uh, the that's, Dutch that's actually that's company. actually on the sign coming into St. Charles. <laughs> I'm sure it is now. It should be. Oh man. Uh, random thing. I saw someone post on Facebook a couple of weeks ago. Like some shitty listicle from Riverfront Times, like the high school you went to and what it says about you. Mm-hmm. 
um, end of note was that uh, I'm trying to remember. Francis Central was like, uh, "You were the most important child growing up, and that's everyone's problem now." <laughs> <laughs> I wonder what it would say about Shamanada. Shamanada just there. said, uh, "You're rich." I'm like, "That's kind of give oh. up." I'm like, "Come on, yeah, <laughs> that's too easy." Because there's yeah, a lot of us on. that aren't. Yeah, come but, on. But really, of note was that was the only Francis House school that made the list. So oh, I mean, wow. maybe we're justified in thinking how special we are. Like, of course, maybe. North wasn't there. <laughs> wow, how. South wasn't there, but well, I mean, I mean, what North would say about you is that you were either pregnant or you got somebody pregnant. <laughs> oh, really? Or we're doing a lot of drugs, yeah, mm-hmm. actively. I yeah. can still kind of get an okay education. And Howell uh, says that you might glow in the dark now. <laughs> mm. You're pretty close to what was that place? Uh, the... Time. The Weldon Springs site. Yeah. Oh, yeah. What was it, yeah. though? Times Beach? That's somewhere. I thought that was more <laughs> down by Six Flags. Yeah, Times Beach is further away. Yeah. My uncle knew the guy that did that, that sprayed all that shit, so... Oh, my God. Back <laughs> in the day. Oh. <laughs> what a... Wow. Wow. Didn't know him when I was a kid anymore, but Claim. he knew him before, like back before that shit happened. Claim so. to fame. <laughs> yep. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Yep. I think he knew him from his early years in business stuff. That guy ran <laughs> his, his own business company, of course. spring toxic chemicals. Well, no, and stuff. no. my uncle, because my uncle was probably involved in some like young business leaders things. Because he, with his last trust disbursement, see, I'm not rich. I tell you, um, <laughs> <laughs> when my grandparents got all their money, they set it up for some for their retirement, and then they set up stuff for my mom and my uncle. So that's why their college was paid for. Uh, and then they got another final amount when they hit, like, 21 or something. So they could either use that for, like, grad school like my mom did. Or my uncle used his and started a business, which he was doing when I was born. He ran a, uh, a cookware... A, he had a series of cookware stores in St. Louis. But he started in the 70s with one. It was, they were all called Chef's Bazaar. Oh, I was going to ask if it was Sur La Table. No, unfortunately. No, Chef's no. Bazaar. He had, like... <laughs> Four or five locations by the time I was really little, but was aware of them. But he kind of wound that down in the late 80s and sold them all off by the early 90s. Um, Yeah. But yeah, he was one of the first tenants in um, uh, the outdoor mall that's off of Maryland, near Maryland Heights that used to have like Casa Garrido in it. Westport, that's it. Thanks. Thanks, Chris. Oh, yeah. He was one of the original tenants in Westport. (laughs) And he was right by Cas- the first Casa Gallardo there. Wow. So, like, he knew Ray Gallardo from, like, hanging out outside their stores. So, like, you're St. Like Louis that. famous is what we're learning. Like, yeah. Like, low-key, a <laughs> little bit. Yeah. Neat. The first Casa Gallardo. So. Like, you're basically best friends with that guy. Basically. <laughs> but, is yeah. still the... around? Can I still go to Casa Gallardo? No. They went on a no. business, like, ten years ago. It's mm, because they couldn't get their cookware anywhere. Apparently, they, they managed to go like down. 20 years after my uncle's store closed, but... <laughs> Where am I going to get fried ice cream? Uh, I don't know, honestly. I was really sad when I couldn't find Casa Gardos anymore, because I really liked Elma them. Doesn't Elma Gay have fried ice cream? They might. I don't know. Elma Gay? So maybe they knew each other. the same, though. No. Right? Oh, no, it's it's good. Not. So maybe they all knew each other from those young business guy days. I don't Probably. know. Probably. 
I never found out, but that seemed like a business to have based out of Maryland Heights. Yeah. So go spray yep. shit for dirt control, <laughs> for dust control. Yep. You know. That actually came up uh, when I was in Canada for my uh, family reunion thing because mm-hmm. uh, one of the one of the uh, cemeteries that we went to visit was like basically just the corner of a farm field and it was surrounded by all of these gravel roads yeah yeah and it's these like, like giant trucks just kept going by like kicking up all of this oh, dust yeah and uh somebody was saying something about like oh man they should really like spray out here to keep that from like yeah i Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you still do that in rural areas, but you have to be a lot more careful yeah. on what you spray with, it, right? So maybe not the best idea. Yeah, yeah. They used to do it in, in St. Louis too, back in the 19th century, because we all had dirt roads all over the place. Yeah, that was pretty bad if they didn't like at least wet them down every now and then. So, <laughs> but then no, the 20th fine. century, like, hey, let's spray oil on the shit. We'll not oil fine. to like bind the dirt together. It's all that fine. became dioxin for time speech. So, <laughs> whoops, whoopsies, <laughs> whoops. Yep, our uh, bad. Our bad. Yeah, I was. Uh, I was actually just talking to Simon today about Times Beach because we were talking about Boy Scout camp mm-hmm. and the random ghost stories that they came up with to scare us to not go outside of our tent at night by ourselves. Mm-hmm. And different yeah. things, Mister Mister J. <laughs> Yeah. That seemed wrong, I guess, because I've been watching too much Harley Quinn, but uh, Mr. J would say about (laughs) people that live near Times Beach that had the weird radioactive foreheads that you could see in the dark. (laughs) So if you ever saw them out there, go back to your tent. Yeah, and then there was... And then because of that, there was that kid who uh, just, like, wouldn't leave the tent to Just pooped his pants. Yeah, Yeah. I was like, what are you going to do if you have to go to the bathroom? That's exactly (laughs) what we were talking about. How you just peed out the front of the the tent. (laughs) Just peed out the front door. (laughs) Regardless of if it was on an incline or not. (laughs) Which is a bad idea. (laughs) (laughs) So, scout leaders, don't tell your kids stories like that that well to keep them from going to the bathroom. Yeah. Come up with something else. (laughs) Just tell them to bring a friend. It's fine. Like, we get it. Don't have to terrify them. Yeah. Hey, speaking of ghost stories, oh yeah, we're gonna talk about some vampires. Mm-hmm. Vampires, vampires, Dracula, fire, the OG culture story for our society. Vampires. Uh, so like, why, why are vampires like so successful? Why do you think? That's what I wanted as, for our like intro question. As, and as predators, I mean, in general, like, why have they stuck around so long? Everyone's still interested. Like, uh, yeah, okay, I'll watch this movie about teenage vampires in fucking Seattle. Because, uh, you know, like, I think, I think, uh, if you, if you go back to even the, uh, original, right, if you go back to Dracula, because, I mean, it's, it's, it's sort of part of the, the gothic romantic movement right right and so there was a lot of shit about like uh charles darwin for example was like right around this time you know yeah and 
so people were thinking a lot about uh, the human relationship to other animals. Uh-huh. And basically how, like, knowing this uh, stuff about evolution and how we're just, like, part of part of the thing instead of being a special separate thing. Yeah. Like, kind of freaked some people out. Yeah. And uh, basically what I've read is that you can look at Dracula as kind of a response to that. That this is about, like, the animal nature of humans. Mm-hmm. And how that's a scary thing right like like that that we're closer to this than we think we are and uh this is just sort of one aspect of our animal nature this this dracula is kind of people's fears about like their own animal nature i guess okay and then i guess the reason that they keep coming back really is just that there is that kind of appeal right. to, uh, yep. uh, I mean, even, even looking at like fucking boy bands or whatever, like there's <laughs> always the one that's like, Oh, he's, he's the bad boy, you know? <laughs> right. Ooh, yeah, like, like all, the, all the girls are into that one. Yeah. Because they're sexy Risky. and dangerous. And yeah. like, that's, that's vampires, right? They're yeah. they're fucking predators, right? Um, and there's, uh, for whatever reason, something hot about that. <laughs> uh huh. It's like, and they're you just... can either become a victim, or if you're lucky, become one of them. Yeah, like playing with fire there. But yeah. I, but I think that that's you know part of the appeal is that like it's this wild thing. Yeah. yeah. Like you said, this wild predatory human that yeah you know, is not like the rest of us. It's right. it's like fucking you know Johnny Depp in a leather jacket on a motorcycle <laughs> is what yeah, it is. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Um. I think that's a, a good point. I think I dated myself with that. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna yeah. happen more often than we think going forward. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and, uh, Chris, I think you made a good point too. Like the idea that not only is this person dangerous and sexy, but I could be that way too. Mm -hmm. Like if they decide to turn me, cause I'm like the most plain Jane girl in forks, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but I smell really good and falls in love with me. I could become a vampire too. And that would be pretty sweet. Cause then I get right. to do all the killing and live forever. Live forever. Yeah. Yeah. I've also wondered if something about the, like, I guess it's more modern, this kind of, like, aspect of it that's like a criticism of the aristocracy. Like, the same family mm -hmm. that lives forever and has all the money and just kind of comes down when they want to and feed on local peasants. I mean, that that yeah. might not be a new... Uh, that's yeah. probably pretty valid for when it came out, too. Yeah. Maybe even a little more so, because... I mean, the guy was a count, you know? Yeah. True. And there's really not a lot anymore of aristocrats owning, like, farming tendencies that they lease yeah. out to peasants. Like yeah. there was back then, where they could, like, literally bleed you dry for money. Right. You know, because you were their tenant and had no other choice. If you had a bad year, you still had to pay them what they were owed. Right. You know, that's not really... And that was still kind of starting to change a little bit back when this came out, too, but... 
that yeah. was still very much a, a living memory relationship depending on who your lord was right where you were like the english would say oh well ours haven't really been like that in a long time but they could be mm-hmm. especially as the changes brought by industrialization were happening and the lords were like well i gotta keep making money out of this shit because i gotta <laughs> keep living my lifestyle uh-huh. and all my people are like moving to towns or want more money or something so i'm just gonna right. you either pay me more or you're out and i get new people or i sell your home and you have nowhere to go type of deal right and if you were Irish, it was like totally just like exploitative. So, <laughs> yeah, they probably very much saw their English-backed aristocrats yeah. as vampires. Yeah. So sucking the blood out, sucking the life out of them. Right. Literally sucking the life out of them. Yep. yep. Destroying their culture too, all that kind of stuff. Yep. Yep. And I won't make a comment about Queen Elizabeth here, but no. Well, she's just know that I could like, have. The end of all that, like, what was left of it was pretty much gone by the time she became the queen. I mean, I still saw a lot of people kind of celebrating, but, you know. <laughs> I don't think it was so much her, just the monarchy in general. But, yeah. You know, Irish, she, oh, you Irish folks. Yeah, I heard Irish Twitter was kind of <laughs> shut off for a little while. <laughs> for the rest of the world. <laughs> like, really, people? I get it. You, you have a problem with the British. Right. You haven't been British in a hundred years. But yeah. I get it. There's there's a bad relationship there. I'm like, just kind of remember, she did come see you all to try to make amends a little bit. Yeah. But I, she can't give you back that time. Yeah. You yeah. know, and she did preside over a lot of decolonization. And she did stuff. They were talking about when she went to, like, Ghana or something in the 60s. Yeah. And how it was a really big deal that she treated their new prime minister. She was, like, signing the handover papers as an equal and, like, danced with him on a dance floor. Ooh. Because, like, A was a colonial and B was a black guy. And she was like, yeah. hey, we're equal here. We're going to have a good time. She's like, I don't give a shit about what all the people back home think. Because a lot of them, <laughs> in, a lot of my prime 60s? ministers are racist. Yeah. yeah. In the Jesus. 60s. So. And then she had Princess Diana killed. No. No. That was, the <laughs> that was just the French. That was just the French. The fucking French. Ugh. So. <laughs> the worst. <laughs> she learned from that too. Mon Dieu. Mon How to be Dieu. nicer to family. Salope. Make sure <laughs> that you're nice to your your daughters in law, even if they're no longer officially your daughters in law. Yeah. So Yep. Anyway. So that's cool. <sighs> do you yeah. think fashion sense has anything to do with vampires being so cool? Sometimes, and that's or why that's I just they lampoon it so well on what we do in the shadows, so <laughs> Yeah. That yeah, show is great. They always had the classic look, right? Yeah. They never, like, still wearing Jinko jeans because they got turned in the 90s. Like, that would even... be fucking great, though. <laughs> yeah. I there feel was... like even if they do, they still have to start dressing like a Victorian mm-hmm. upper-class person. It's there required. Was, there was a comedian who had a thing about, like, uh, like how come all ghosts are from, like, the 1800s? <laughs> right. Like, like where are the ghosts from, like, two weeks ago? <laughs> Where's, like, the fucking caveman ghost, you know? Like... <laughs> Cavemen have all moved on by now. They don't yeah. have any other unfitness business. Well, there's an interesting show. We made an American version. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Year. Ghosts. Yeah, there's a British one, and oh. the British one, there's a Neanderthal ghost. Yeah, I know. That one's so, so great. Yeah. <laughs> Highly recommend that show mm-hmm. to anybody, by the way. The British version? The American the, version? Both? Honestly, uh, like, like I, I watched a little bit of the American one, mm-hmm. and I wasn't feeling it at first. Yeah. Uh, but it, it kind of grew on me 
Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah, because it's you know it's a different set of ghosts because it's right. it's America. Right. Right. <laughs> right. Well, my mother-in-law recommended it to to me as very yeah. funny, but she also recommended the Big Bang Theory to me uh, okay. as like they're just like you. I'm like, oh boy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get that a lot too. Uh huh. I mean, they're yeah. not like you guys, but I do love personally love the Big Bang Theory. It's fine. You know, I accept it's just it's, it's stereotypes, and that's yeah. what it is. It's fine. <laughs> the actors somebody, are good. When it when it first started, somebody told me that it was blackface for nerds. <laughs> oh, 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 jeez. <laughs> No. Maybe the less said like, about that. Like, don't <laughs> no, don't no. lump me in with them. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, like, uh, no, ghosts you should check out, especially the British one. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but the American one, I will say, is fine. Okay. Okay. Good. The 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 couple, I think, in the British one is much They're more better. likable. Yeah. I'll take that does help kind of answer our where are all the other ghosts. It turns out they're around. They're just not on the right show or something. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> I got that I got that uh that cemetery right there and like yep. where the fuck are all our ghosts? They're there, you just can't see them. Yeah. Gotta hit You're close head. enough to other stuff that they're like, I always went to the Trailhead Brewery or whatever when I was yeah. alive, so <laughs> yeah. they're there. If they're I don't if have they're to bother around, you in your they're house. There. We just can't see them, which is always kind of the point of ghost stories. They just uh, manifest as e-girls for Instagram posts. <laughs> yeah. That seems I think they're case. always like 19th century ghosts because that was the height of yeah. spiritualism, like that gothic romanticism that really kind of brought them to the fore. And, you know, it's just been a fun cultural thing, writing genres since then. But You can't so you can be only, a ghost. You can only become a Ouija board. Or you can only become a ghost by using a Ouija board while yep. you're alive. Sorry. Apparently, yeah. Didn't you ever see Paranormal Activity? Right. It's all spelled out right there. <laughs> it's bad news. Yep. So I learned some stuff about Bram Stoker. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I learned uh, he was born in 1847 mm-hmm. and died in 1912. Okay. And I learned that he was an Irish author and theater critic. Oh. So first of all, his name is Abraham Stoker. I've never heard of Bram as short for Abraham. I have. have it you? was, I think, more yeah. than. Good old Rosie and Bram from the Bible. There was that, there was that, uh, um, fucking, uh, was it the elephant song when we were kids? Oh, Sharon Lewis and Bram? Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. See, I just thought the name was Bram, like Bran. That's such mm-hmm. a, like, that's <laughs> too weird of a name. To be a... It is. It just doesn't track anymore. Bram. Bram. Yeah, no. It would be Abraham. Bram. They just call him that. Abraham. I guess. I guess it just Abraham. just collapses in on itself. I'm Abraham. Just call him Abraham. Avram or Avraham. <laughs> that works. Also, I didn't realize he was Irish. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm afraid I'm doing an Irish accent, but. He's always sold as like a UK author, but it's yeah. important for him to actually recognize as Irish. Irish. So, kind of a double sharing of a legacy there. Yeah, you know. Like Oscar Wilde. Just like the British. Just claiming the Irish as their own. (laughs) Well, whenever they they feel like it. Uh, They did for like 800 years. (laughs) (laughs) He was a lover of traveling. Uh, Though, of note, he never once visited the Carpathian Mountains. 
nor Bran Castle. So he's just kind of making this all up. That's a shame. He could have hopped on a train and gone to the Austro-Hungarian Empire. You just, you know, he went to the library back then, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, a lot of times he did. Wasn't that what they did for Outlander? The lady just went and studied Scotland. Is like, okay. Here we go. I feel like I got a good enough grasp of this now. Yeah, you know. Don't know. I know what it was like. It's but no, fine. <laughs> he went to Cruden Bay instead, and the coastal town of Whitby, which I guess is where most of the book takes place. But yeah. uh, so is he more like a middle class traveler? I guess. Went and I saw so. like the stuff right there, like they did back then. Yeah. He was. Okay. He he drove his caravan down to the. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, I also found a thing that you can even travel a course that his great-grandnephew set up to discover his version of Dracula. Ooh. Oh, that's neat. Also, by the way, this guy, uh, Dockery Stoker, has his own Dracula book, Pat. I mean, you can, like, read that, too. Like, just FYI. Mm. Just cashing on in his great-grand-uncle's uh, name, I guess. Like you do. Dockery. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bram, though, was the third of seven children born in the north side of Dublin. Uh, they note that he was bedridden with some unknown disease when he started school, but was able to recover See? and was even an excellent athlete at Trinity College. That's good. Because where else would you go? Irish school. Where else it's would like you go? It's like going to Cambridge, but for Ireland yeah. back then. Exactly. Going to Oxford. Uh, he, for a while, was a theater critic for the Dublin Evening Mail. And it was noted, I noted that it's not exactly a profession held in very high esteem at the time, mm-hmm. but because his critiques were so well written, he gained some notoriety from that. Hmm. He wrote something like six other books before Dracula, mm-hmm. and eight more afterwards, as well as some short story collections, but he never seemed to go back to vampires and Dracula. Yeah. Except I for a short had... story that was published after he died. So... Um. Someone I guess he else felt like... he did all he needed to do with that and wanted to yeah. not be pigeonholed, but I was going to say, I don't know of any of his other works, so... Yeah. I hadn't really heard of them either, do. but I scanned through them, and it does seem to be, like, some supernatural stuff, horror mm-hmm. stuff, but not, not, like, vampires and stuff. Ghosts and whatnot. Yeah. Uh, and mummies, in one case, so... Oh, that's mummies. interesting. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. So, uh... There's even still an annual Bram Stoker Festival in Dublin. All sorts of oh, stuff. Oh, cool. Like yeah. books and film and what they call street and outdoor events. Oh, that's fun. Which I don't know the difference for the whole them. family. Yeah. Well, probably open up shops and costumes, recitations. Breakdancing. Favorite, maybe you have some favorite foods or drinks. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Seems like a thing to do. Vampire breakdancing. We should do that some year. Go to Ireland yeah. for the Bram Stoker just, Festival. Just all go to Dublin. For, Let's go. Yeah, we'll talk to everyone about this podcast and be like, "Oh, okay." Yeah. And they'll be like, "Cool," and we'll suddenly just have all these Irish fans. Yeah, <laughs> like we want to listen to some Americans talk about stuff. Like, yeah, great. Where your guys? They'll love to hear our opinion on their country. Yeah, <laughs> but little we know, other than my grandparents yeah. went there in the '60s, <laughs> and my great great grandparents on grandma's side are from there. Yeah. And if only Grandma had claimed her Irish citizenship, then I could have it too. But oh well. Come on, Grandma. <laughs> I've never I'm waiting been for them to, to extend it to great great grandparents from great grandparents. So. Mm-hmm. 
I've never been to Ireland, but I want to. I haven't either. I've, I've yeah. never been there, but I hear it's terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Don't listen to him, Ireland. Don't listen Irish. to a bunch of drunk people. You hear me? <laughs> terrible. Just having whiskey and Guinness. <laughs> got a little more yeah, that, that sounds like the worst time. They've got a lovely <laughs> Celtic rooted culture. They're all they're all buskers and drunks. <laughs> There's no one between. See what I happened read, was when your great great cousin came to America, people here said shit about him and it stuck around Ireland. You know this by now, so Yeah, or you read James Joyce. Yep. Isn't there something like a festival, like a marathon reading of Ulysses? Yeah. Also Bloomsday. Bloomsday, like I think. I think they do yeah. that on that. Yeah. Anyway. So this book, right? Yep. Uh-huh. This published in 1897. So this mm-hmm. is its 125th anniversary. Oh, nice. Wow. So I think this is the first book that's more than 100 years old that we're going to do. Yeah. Wow, it's we... like an ancient text now. I say it might be hard to, hard to read. Five years old. Might Jesus not be the Christ. Nah, I I wouldn't expect something from them to be super well, difficult to it read. It could be a little more verbose, but I get really surprised the difference the difference to me between something from eighteen forty seven to eighteen ninety seven is pretty big in writing style from my experience than from eighteen ninety seven till maybe now. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna be intrigued to kind of see how I feel about it. Yeah. Well, in the style of the book, it's like epistolary, basically. It's like a bunch yeah. of different letters and diary entries. So, okay, there's not like a, yet, so. a single main character to follow. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I can except tell for that Dracula. You studied French <laughs> because of your use of the word epistolary. epistolary. No, it could be Bible. <laughs> That's kind of my general yeah. assumption. Paul, <laughs> my exposures to that. Anyway. So yeah, like it is the quintessential vampire book, although it was already drawing on a lot of other folklore from the time from, you know, Romania. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's some uh, controversy about who really inspired him to do Dracula. They think it was maybe this Hungarian Jewish writer named Armin Vam- Vambury, who I mm-hmm. guess he was friends with and he was they assumed was telling him about all the different uh, Romanian folklore. Well, that was under the Kingdom of Hungary, so they had lots of exposure for centuries. Yeah, although some people, some scholars say now that maybe that guy was just very outspoken against Russia. Mm. Some people also think it maybe uh, maybe had something to do with Vlad Tepes III, like Mm -hmm. Vlad the Impaler. Vlad Tepish. Yeah. Or maybe it was some lady named Elizabeth Bathory, who I'd never heard of before, but... Oh, really? I have. Another oh, wow. Hungarian noblewoman and alleged serial killer. Yep. She liked to bathe in blood, if I remember There's correctly. There's a Russian movie I saw on, I think, maybe Hulu or something that's about her. Yeah. Yeah. So. The note I had from her was that she and four of her servants were accused of torturing and killing hundreds of girls and women between 1590 yep. and 1610. So. Supposedly so she could bathe in the blood of virgins to maintain her beauty and youth. Yeah. Is I that mean, what I need to do be doing? You do what you gotta do, you know. Yeah. Apparently. I'm getting these, like, bags under my eyes, so. Like, just, how many virgins I do I too. need? I'm just waiting. No, <laughs> I don't know. I've got an eye thing from Trader Joe's I'm gonna try out, so. <laughs> yeah. See how there's, that works. There's probably something from Korea that's got virgin's blood in it. Yeah. <laughs> probably. 
Do they have to be killed the in shit. the extracting of their blood? Can they just donate it? No, I think they could just donate it these yeah. days. Yeah. <laughs> just safe. get a pint from Carter's or yep. whatever. Yeah. <laughs> just, just do the now pint. classic vampire bit and run a series of blood banks. Yeah. It'll be fine. Yeah, it's fine. Or if they develop true blood. Mm. Or whatever that was, which was well, fake there was, blood. There was yeah. also that... Uh teen vampire movie where the the kid like went to the butcher and got pig's blood that oh, worked yeah, yeah. and it's not quite as good and then that movie that movie had the great uh the great line when he like snapped open a can and said this blood's for you <laughs> <laughs> was that the little vampire with jonathan lipnicki no <laughs> no, no. <laughs> which one was it then i don't know what you're talking about oh my god it's like I said. It's like a teen it vampire movie from the eighties, and I cannot. Uh, it's not Lost Boys. No, it's That's not the one Lost I can remember. Boys. <laughs> I said they don't have that line in that, as I recall. No, but it would no, have this one, this one is much sillier and much bonerier. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I know what you mean. <laughs> one's yeah. bit, one's bitten. That one. That was more adult, I think. I don't think that was kids, but. Oh God! I I have to look it up. I will yeah. let you know by the end of the stream. <laughs> okay, perfect. Sounds good. Perfect. Uh, but yeah, so they don't really know who was inspired of him. I'm thinking he probably just pulled it out of his ass. Yeah, I think he just listened to some folk tales and yeah. just made a new thing out of them. Yeah, there's a note that he probably chose Dracula as the name because he thought it meant devil probably. in Romanian, and that seems most likely. He just made some shit up. Yeah. Slapped a name on it. Now a it's, new creation at the time. Now it's the version of vampires everyone knows. Right. So. Wasn't this uh, also one of the first really popular books of like that genre? Yeah. Really when you think about it. Because you had Frankenstein earlier in the century. But there's not a whole lot of that in the 19th right. century. But the ones that come out are like really good because they're genre establishing. Right. So. Yeah. They note that it did really well on first publication. Mm-hmm. Uh, the it, by the way, it cost six shillings. Nice. And they even note they had to change the title like right last minute, and so the cover was really shitty. Mm-hmm. He had called it the Undead, and so Dracula's a way better title. Yeah. Uh, they said that collection. the mm-hmm. the main criticism of it, if people weren't fans, was that it was too scary. Okay, I can see too that. Too scary. Which I guess stories like that. Yeah. People getting murdered and, like, eaten. Six shillings. I could buy that. People then. flying into your room at night and killing you. That's pretty scary. Yeah. I don't know. That is when you've never yeah. heard of it before. Yeah. Keep your windows closed. Yep. <laughs> Just don't invite them in. Like, it's so easy. Yeah. It's literally the easiest thing. Just, yeah. you can't come in. I'll go back in time and take my future coins for them. They can... <laughs> Here you go. Here's six shillings. Yep. Like, this says, this, this crown says 1951. I'm like, yep. Don't question it. Does. But this other one's Victoria. She's still the queen, right? Here, here you go. Yeah. This, shill, this one shilling to make it six. You're fine. Yeah, it's fine. Like, this guy's just her grandson. Her it's great-grandson. Totally you don't know him yet. He's not been born. <laughs> you don't know but him. Like... He goes to another school. <laughs> From Canada. Yeah. Yeah, he's in Canada. <laughs> so the, the, the movie was uh, My Best Friend is a Vampire. Oh, That sounds okay. definitely 80s and teen. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like, but I'm a cheerleader. Exactly. Right. Yeah. 
It's the uh, vampire version of that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, since the book is public domain, like it's been adapted into film basically all the time. Yep. The Wikipedia says I got it from public over domain. over thirty times, but it feels like it's got to be like fifty or sixty. Yeah, just most of them aren't good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, it, like thirty times just for Christopher Lee. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Nosferatu was the first, in quotes, adaptation, but it wasn't authorized, and so Bram Stoker's widow sued them. Oh, okay. So that's why it's Nosferatu and not Dracula. I'm just saying, is that why it's Nosferatu? Yeah, they just made up a random name, I guess, but they note that its characters have made appearances in virtually all media. Mm-hmm. And I'm willing to say it probably is all media. Like, what media has not had a Dracula story in it? I don't know. Yeah, they all have in some yeah. form or another. They've they've had a cartoon duck. Yeah, duck. Yeah, Duckula. Yeah, Duckula. Duckula. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. It's I remember had a breakfast a, cereal had a pretty good yeah, theme song. Cereal. It's been a breakfast cereal, a video game, like yeah. Yep. I'm just Movie, saying. What show, else could it be made of? Radio into? play, comic books, comic yeah. books. Yep. Uh, party city costumes, like. Exactly. <laughs> I was Everything. Dracula one year for Halloween, in like second grade. Yeah, hey, and and now it's a podcast. Yeah, yeah. Now, I'm sure we're the first. I'm sure we're not the first. <laughs> I'm sure no one has ever talked about this. Vampires <laughs> or Dracula, ever. But if we're lucky, but maybe yeah. we'll be the first one that our our friends in what was it Zambia? Yeah, will yeah, get to Zambia. hear about. So. I don't know. I don't think people in Zambia fuck with vampires. They're not cool with that. We heart you, Zambia, <laughs> if you're still listening. You guys get a pass. Like you don't get to you don't have to listen if you're not into it, but uh, <laughs> I think that's probably why it's the quintessential vampire story is it was in public domain and so everyone's just like, Yeah, Dracula. Yeah, we know about Put it. him in there. Put him in there. We need yep. the Belmonts to fight somebody, so get Dracula. It's fine. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. So I've never read this book. Have you guys read this book? Nope, long time ago. Yeah, yeah. Huh. I'm impressed. I, never read it. I don't I, read much late 19th century fiction, but I yeah. probably should. Yeah, I never took that gothic writing, that gothic literature course in college. So, right. It's never really interested me that much uh, until we had the the possibility of doing the uh, the movie that we're gonna do for mm-hmm. the podcast. So. The movie we're cho- choosing out of the like seventy million versions is the Bram Stoker's Dracula, the nineteen ninety two. Yeah, which this is its thirtieth uh, anniversary this year. So. Oh wow! Oh hey, we're just hitting all the right dates. Double now, anniversary. Right? Yeah, crazy, right? Awesome. Mm-hmm. Oh, I remember all the hype <laughs> when it came out. I do too, uh, and I like that they had to put Bram Stoker's on front to be like, okay, it's not a shitty version, okay? Like, right, yeah. it's a good one. <laughs> We're gonna treat it, treat it well when we adapt this. Right, so. guys. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Get it together. So, have you seen the movie though? I haven't seen it before. No. Again, a long time ago. Yeah. Most of, I've seen snippets here and there, but I've never watched the whole thing, so I don't know the whole context. Yeah. Most of my vampire movies were made up of like, Interview with the Vampire and right. a few others here and there. So. Right. Yeah, it's a, one of the many things I only know about because of Simpsons. So, mm-hmm. like, I recognize, yeah, they're parodying that movie. So, I expect a couple of things, but right, yeah, like a super happy fun slide. 
<laughs> That'll totally be in there. Trying to escape this castle. So. Yeah. I hope you won't be disappointed. Right. Me too. I probably shouldn't, but when am I going to be here again? <laughs> but yeah, so this is the Francis Ford Coppola directed movie featuring yeah. the Gary Oldman mm-hmm. and Winona Ryder mm-hmm. and RTFB alum Anthony Hopkins. Yep. And Keanu Reeves. Mm-hmm. And an allegedly historically bad English accent. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah that'll be fun. <laughs> yeah. He's not known for his accents. Don't no. don't worry about that too much. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. The, uh, the special effects will make up for it. He right. does his best, damn it. He does. Yeah. Not everyone can do it. Just yeah. just remember that he's John Wick. And exactly. Don't yeah. him. Yeah. I won't. And he's a really, really nice guy. He is. Exactly. So he deserves you know some leeway on accents. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely does. Uh, apparently, it was Winona Ryder who brought the script to Francis Ford Coppola's attention. Oh. And she's like, "You got to make this because it's awesome." Really? Yeah. And also, she that. wants to continue to be uh, all of the teen boys' goth fantasy, <laughs> which right. she could still achieve in the nineties. Yeah. She can do it now. She yeah, could. that's true. Yeah. Maybe kind of on the milfy side, but that's perfectly acceptable. Hey, it's fine. They yeah, got all sorts of niches for this age stuff. appropriate. Yeah. yeah. Come on. It's all good. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. fine. It's all fine. So the movie had a budget of $40 million. I feel like that was a lot for back then. It seems like a lot for back then. And it grossed something like $215 million in the U.S., so... I think it did well then in Wildly successful, in my opinion. Like, yeah. It, it, they noted that it opened at number one the first weekend, but then was quickly replaced by... Home Alone 2, Lost in New York. What? Uh, when did it oh, open? No. What, uh, uh, November 13th. Yeah. Oh, they were just a little too late then. Yeah, yeah. just it barely. It would have done better if they could have gotten it out a few weeks earlier. For the Halloween. They probably movie. wanted to, yeah. but couldn't do it. They had to do like ADR for Keanu's accent. Either that <laughs> or like, uh, I don't know, there was some other movie that they didn't want to compete against. Yeah. yeah, just to be safe. Which is weird. Yeah. I saw Home Alone 2 at some kid's birthday party. <laughs> so, Which would have been a way better movie if someone had gotten their blood sucked in it. Yeah. <laughs> someone swooped in and like bit them I on the neck. Nine-year-old me thought that Talk Boy was pretty cool. I yeah. had one. Lucky. Yeah. I wanted one. I it might still be around here somewhere, actually. Never mind. You should the be fact recording could... this on that. Yeah. <laughs> Never mind Send the fact your kids, take... you could still buy one in like two thousand. Yeah. yeah. They had them on the toy shelves for a long time. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know if version. I have a blank tape I could put in it. I'm That's sure you could find it somewhere. Yeah. You got at least one. Didn't you have to get a bunch of shit from your parents' house recently? Yeah, I did. You know, not one blank cassette in there. I bet <laughs> there's probably some recorded cassettes in there. Yeah, see, well, there's always the internet to find it somewhere in the world. There's a blank <laughs> set. I'm sure Amazon <laughs> has it for cheap or, or very expensive. Yeah, one of the <laughs> or other. for very expensive. Yeah, could be. But I'm excited because I hear this movie is like bonkers. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I'm here for it. That's my recollection of it. <laughs> I've heard the same about it all for all these years. Yeah. So, uh, here's the questions, the guys. Okay. This is a long-ass book. It's like 400 pages. Oh, shit. Oh. Like a lot. Didn't, didn't look There'll be at least four readings for me, cool. though. 
Well, that's what I was going to ask, is how many do you want to split this into? It's hard for me to do more than 100 pages at a time, to be honest. Yeah. Okay. I can do a little more, but it's hard for me. So. Okay. So let's do like three sections, because that'll put us right, well, at least in the version I've got, puts us right around like 130 each section. Okay. So then our first one, am I on the right thing? Stand by. Okay, yeah. So then the first reading assignment would take us up to chapter 11. Okay. So read chapter 10 and don't read chapter 11. And in my version, that's what? uh, Up to page 142, but it starts on page 7, so. Yep. Anyway, uh, do you guys have anything else that's good you want to mention? Or if not, something that's currently good? Another cool Dracula vampire movie you'd like to throw out there? <laughs> I'm trying to watch TV shows. Yeah. Got them House of Dragons tonight. Ooh. That'll How's that okay. so far? Oh, it's fine. <laughs> A like, ringing it's, endorsement. It's, it's Games fine. of Throny without being Games of Throne because it's 300 years before then. Mm-hmm. Almost. So it's okay. It's much more like this specific Targary- group of Targaryens trying to deal with their shit as well as your average medieval you know politics yeah and then there's like stuff on the periphery that happens too so yeah but it's only a couple episodes in right so we'll see how it develops i hope it's good yeah it's not bad so far i'm willing to give it some time Mm -hmm. i don't feel like i need to watch it right now it's pretty probably Mm -hmm. safe with that yeah yeah that's cool the shows but trying to watch sandman because we finally got netflix back Sandman is good. So far, I've only managed to do one episode. Well, it takes... The show takes a little while, I think. And that's the cool thing about the show is it takes its time. But Mm -hmm. in general, like, the first, I don't know, three or four episodes where they're setting up... Setting up shot, basically, I felt like it took me a little bit to get into. But Mm -hmm. after that, when it kind of hit its stride, so... Okay. Basically, when you see the devil, you're in good company, so. (laughs) Cool. Cool, cool. Yeah. But I liked it. Uh, Other Chris? Um, hmm. What have I even been doing? Uh, (laughs) I know, I'm right there with you. Yeah. Yeah. uh, I watched, uh, I watched an episode of, uh, so so uh Joy from Red Velvet is also an actress and she's yeah. been in some K dramas and she yeah. had one start recently that I think is called uh Once Upon a Small Town. Oh. Okay. And that's on Netflix. Yeah. Uh I watched the first episode of that and it's like really charming and adorable. Is it like yes. a it's a drama? So it, you know, it's, it's like, uh, it's a K-drama. So I mean, it's, if you've seen K-drama, like you kind of know what to expect, I guess. Like just the tone of it, I guess, is K-drama. I don't know how else to really explain (laughs) that. But it's not like, it's not like a reality show. It's not like following her around doing stuff. No. Although we would watch that. Yeah. Yeah. I, I indeed have watched that. Um, <laughs> but, uh, 
No, it's uh, it it follows this guy who's a, a veterinarian who all of a sudden gets like this emergency phone call from his grandfather mm-hmm. or from his like, uh, yeah, an emergency call about his grandfather, and he drives all the way from Seoul back to like the small town where he grew up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Only to find that he's not at home and he's like really worried and he gets like apprehended like somewhat violently by the police down there for like yeah. stalking around the house. Mm. And uh, when he comes to afterwards, they like clear everything up. Basically, grandpa and grandma like are going on a cruise around the world. Yeah. And they just they just needed their veterinarian grandson to watch after their small town veterinary <laughs> clinic while they're gone. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so sounds very Korean. So it it has a lot of like sort of uh I don't know, like Doc Hollywood kind of yeah. feel to it, I guess, where it's like, oh, here's the city boy who's in the country and he's out of his element and like you know, he's he's a vet who's used to dealing with people's, like, toy dogs and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And now he's out there having to deal with, like, horny goats. <laughs> so, like... And and uh, the Joy uh, plays the, the cop that he meets on the first day. Mm-hmm. And she's just kind of, like, friends with everybody in the town. And it's basically, like... Like, oh, they don't get along because he's, like, really stuck up. Oh. Uh, yeah. But yeah. you know where this is going. Right. Yeah. They, so, anyway. They never speak to each other again. Exactly. They, they remain you, hostile enemies. Yeah. He ends <laughs> up he ends up going out with one of the neighbor girls or something. <laughs> That's how it's going to go. He just does the stay at the veterinarian clinic and goes back home and never speaks to them again. Yeah. Yeah. It's... It's 12 episodes, but he's only in that town for the first one. It's really so weird. weird. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. Well, that sounds fun. Yeah. It's on, on Netflix. It's on the Netflix. Nice. And it's it's coming out like a few episodes a week. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't really By have any. By the time anything. this is up, all of it will be on Netflix. Yeah. For sure. I was going to say, I don't really have anything. <laughs> cool. I haven't done shit. That's fine. <laughs> That's fair. I haven't done shit. Uh, you made the numbers go up. I did make numbers go up instead. Uh, there you go. No, I mean uh, the only thing I'm really watching right now is She-Hulk because that's oh. about as oh, much yeah. commitment as I can give to TV right now. So yeah, it's fun. It's fun. I wasn't really into it the first couple of episodes, but this latest one I thought was really good. Mm-hmm. With uh, yeah. uh, the um. Dropout magician from Carmitage, Donnie Blaze, who gets in trouble using his sling ring, sending Madison yeah. with two N's and a Y, but not where you think. But not where you think, yeah. <laughs> Into Waters. a demon portal. Yeah. I, thought yeah, I really, really liked good. that one, yeah. So I'm hoping it, the rest of it's more like that. Me but, too. But it's been pretty good. Yep. Just the CGI is a little wonky, but you know. Yeah, it is. I'm surprised by it, but you get used to it. What are you going to do? You can't, like, you saw the Incredible Hulk in the 70s, right? Like, yeah. Even the non CGI looked wonky, so. Yeah. Just part of the character, I guess. You've you've seen, uh, you know, like, 
any CW show. <laughs> yes. TV in general, yeah. 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 Weekly TV. The worst. Just the worst. Ugh. Yeah. All right. Uh, any other notes that we need to get on the recording here? Nope, no, nothing for me. So. No. All right. Then I'm going to hit stop. 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 Bam. Okay. That was our session for today. Reminder for homework if you want to read along. First assignment is to read the first 10 chapters. Also, a heads up. I know this is out of order, but Fathom Events is doing screenings of Bram Stoker's Dracula on October 23rd and 27th. So if you're the type that likes to watch movies on the big screen, don't miss this opportunity. You have my permission, just in this case, to maybe watch the movie first, but just this time. As always, when I listen back to these episodes during editing, I tend to have second thoughts about things I said in the heat of the moment. So let's get into some on second thoughts. I don't know why I feel like I've had to clarify this before, but I actually am a fan of the French. I can't speak your language with a convincing accent, but you guys are chouette in my book. I kid because I love. And like if nothing else, introducing chocolatine to the world gives you a free pass forever. Today's episode is in discussions to be adapted into a breakfast cereal, with thanks to Chris, Chris Ham, Chris, other Chris Jacobson. It was edited by me, Travis Rowe, and was sponsored by Known in Particular. Until next time, keep fucking reading. to click over but my mouse is dead so hold on bear with me here batteries fucking batteries i remember when mice didn't die i know well i have a wired one but i don't like it yeah i was gonna say my mouse has this magic thing that just plugs into the computer pretty cool right yeah well since i have a, a mac like the version of this mouse that plugs in you can't use it when it's plugged in yeah, which I always thought was kind of weird. <laughs> like, let's put it at the bottom like, of the thing. Come directly. on, Apple. Well, it wouldn't look cool. Otherwise. Oh, well. Ugh. Like, I've meant to get an Apple mouse, and I never did. But maybe with the next Probably one, better laptop, off. I'll get one. Hey, I got a mouse again. Okay. There you go. <laughs> There's so just here's... issues like that. I was like, oh.